Welcome back to Funnyish. I'm Aaron Martinez. I'm Andrew Stein. And this is Funnyish. What is this podcast about? Um, well, we are two comedians in uh, the lovely city of Atlanta, Georgia, the city too busy to hate. Um, plenty of uh, open micers have that premise. But uh, yeah, we're here to kind of talk about Atlanta comedy, talk about open mic comedy, and educate people on uh, how they can get better at comedy, hopefully, and our experience in comedy. It's a lot of comedy. We're trying to be funny. Um, we're always trying to be funny. Well, let's do it. Let's, you know, okay, what open mics are out there right now? Okay, open mic rundown for the week. Fun segment. Uh, starting now. So every Monday, we have McCracken's. Johnny McCracken's and Jimmy Max. Those are both in Marietta, and uh, McCracken's is a bucket, and Jimmy Max is a show-up go-up. Tuesday night, we have Roll Call. We have Cats, Nonies, and Limerick. Roll Call is bucket. Cats is show-up go-up. Very rare you'll get a spot, if I'm honest. Nonies is bucket, and Limerick is show-up go-up. Wednesday, we have Roll Call again, uh, We also, which is bucket, Blue Lagoon, which is show-up go-up, Crown, show up, go up again. And Smith's Old Bar, which is show up, go up. So Wednesday, I got a lot of opportunities there. Thursday, we've got Frogger open mic at uh, jo- Joystick Game Bar, show up, go up. Black House, show up, go up. Monticello, show up, go up. And Lion's Den, show up, go up. So a lot of opportunities to just show up and get your name on an open mic list. That was fast. That was yeah. fast. Thank I want to do the that. So what, what fast you, rundown. Yeah, fast rundown. We what, don't call it a walk down. Ah, oh, that's good. What are your favorite open mics? My favorites, personally, are McCracken's on Monday. I do really like Roll Call on Tuesday or Wednesday. Both a good time. And uh, I like Blue Lagoon as well. That's a fun That's a fun room um, if you end up getting a spot. Um, objectively, Cats is the best out of that group. However, it's nearly impossible to get a spot on it. So, Yeah, I had a spot once, but that was like two years ago yeah and nothing was happening that night yeah last time i got a spot was during the pandemic uh and i was i think i was the second to last or i may have been last on the lineup so Mm. i did it was fun it was a great time there's a good crowd always yeah there's at least 40 50 people there every single week Mm -hmm. so legitimately an awesome an awesome comedy show so um i definitely recommend that one um haven't been there recently just because um there's other stuff to do yeah, I mean, if you're if you're consistently getting time other places, you may want to think about doing that. Yeah, instead of just waiting around. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's, and you know, if you're if you get tight with uh, Maurice Sims as the host of the show, you get tight with him, he might throw you up. Is Maybe. he the host or he's like the? He's the showrunner. Showrunner, right? Because he has Mike. Well, he used to have so many mics before the pandemic. Yeah, now he he runs a second show, I think, at Monticello. I think that's all he's got now. Okay, because there was like the Blue Room and. Stone Mountain, and mm-hmm. he had, I don't know, a whole bunch of other ones. There's a bunch of stuff. But yeah. Now it, he's down to those two as far as I know. Well, there could be more coming back up. But yeah, more recent is definitely someone you should get to know if you want to do those rooms. For sure. For sure. All right. So that's the open mic rundown for the week. Segment completed. Ah, done with that. All right. So I guess let's get into just our experience for the week. Um, this past week, a week of I guess we're not going to say the week, right? Uh, yeah, we're not going to date it. Yeah, don't we want to don't want to ruin the magic. Yeah, this could be happening. This could be happening next week. We recorded this in two thousand and seven. Yeah, we're just releasing it now. <laughs> it's very up to date. Yeah, what I'm uh, doing arenas now. Um. Anyway, so no, I uh, so my experience for the week is out of that. 
group grouping of shows i did mccracken's on monday on tuesday i did roll call and nonies Mm -hmm. and on wednesday i did roll call again and then one other oh and then i also did a show called uh shady sisters open mic which is not the only reason i didn't list it here is because it's not every week it's every Mm -hmm. month so that's at heck house in scottdale it's like 10 minutes from here actually oh well yeah 10 minutes from here but scottsdale's Actually, uh, it's 50, 40 minutes. from. I don't want to tell people where I live. Uh, it's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a circle going around Scottsdale. Like, all right, where is he Where live? is this? Op- where is this open mic comedy podcast happening right now? <laughs> we got to find, find him. They're going to find it. Well, and those are good ones. Um, what else did you do? Are those the ones? That was it. Uh, let's see. What did I so do? So that was five. I did yeah. five sets this past that's week. That's good. Yeah. Um, I went to McCracken's. Wait, this past week or the week before, but I got there too early, so I thought it wasn't happening. <laughs> Oh, I did it. Yeah, the July fifth. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Because I even looked on the calendar, but I saw, I looked at the Jimmy Max time. Uh, it was Johnny's and Jimmy's. So did you try and go to Jimmy's? No, because oh, you just said no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's enough effort. Yeah, that's, that's enough, enough effort. time put in for tonight. And then I did an online mic on Tuesday. Well, I you know you know as we all know the best kind of comedy the best comes kind from of comedy being in your bedroom the uh, I, technically that is true bo burnham did prove that yeah some comedy can be really solid there could be a new medium there i'm not sure how long they'll last but i was able to do it while i was at work i took a break it's pretty did, big and you know did a five minute set cool you know instead of waiting three hours which you have to do anyways at some point once you go to these open mics yeah you just have to wait for your lunch break now yeah Exactly. Uh, well, that's good. Um, so far, so, yeah. So that's that's been my experience was, I guess the rundown will say McCracken's was pretty standard. There's usually a couple people there. There's like five or six people there. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I tried some new jokes. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. It was fine. Tuesday, roll call. I'll be honest. Some of these sort of blend together. I don't really remember it that well. Roll call was kind of a blur. So that that's how it is. And then, uh, actually, I'm sorry, I did Noni's first, then I did Roll Call. Mm-hmm. So Noni's was uh, was fun. It was, I did pretty well. Um, it was a fun fun show. And then um, similar situation where it was like, there was a couple people there and I tried some new stuff and some of it worked. And then Roll Call, uh, I don't remember. That's fine. Yeah. You probably did really great. I'm grinding so hard that I'm actively giving myself uh, amnesia. The grind. The grind of, uh, you know, just getting four hours sleep. The ATL comedy grind. It's back. It's back, baby. Yeah, that's going to be the first thing that's back on the channel. So. Mm-hmm. Do you have any gripes about these mics? I got a, I have a couple. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> this is just happening off the top of my head. I'm just, just thinking about uh, yeah, yeah, random question. Yeah, um, you know, uh, when I was doing a lot of mics before the pandemic, yeah, there were some things. But what are you, what are your gripes about? My gripes? About, I have a couple. So um, this is these are this is just something that generally I think a lot of anyone who's tried to do an open mic before can relate to like personally my one of my least favorite things in the world is uh bucket spots um because bucket spots explain it what is a bucket spot i don't mind bucket spots if everybody gets one if everybody gets a spot on the show i kind of go okay that that's fair we're all here we're all trying but it's annoying when there's like two when it's like there's two buckets usually there's a couple performers that are set yeah, there's a go up. There's booked performers, right. and then there's like they'll two be like, slots. "Hey guys, there's two bucket spots," and we'll pull names out of a hat. And if you get pulled, then great. 
You get to go up. You get to go up. The purpose of that is to draw the comedians there to drink. And not to to promote their, you know, their talent <laughs> yeah. and their, you know. It's, it's to just, get people there, right? I mean, It's a gimmick, yeah. I And I, I get it. I get why you'd want to, to do that, but... Because um, you can get 20, 30 comedians sometime, what are their name in the budget? Yeah, yeah, and you can get people that really, really, really want to get on stage. And So as a performer, it could be a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, you can show up and you don't get a spot, and that's very normal, mm-hmm. entirely normal. And then you're just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, you're watching comedy. You might be... True. I won't say it. Okay, I'll step back. It's not useless. You're yeah, you could comedy. sit there and drink a disgusting IPA. Yes, you could do that too. So I guess another gripe is you don't like IPAs. Oh yeah, I don't like alcohol. Okay, as another reason why I'm the, I have the body of a child. Well, I don't know if like <laughs> alcohol like makes you big. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely makes me more. I feel like it makes me more innocent though. Well, I I could see that it definitely makes you more innocent if you don't drink alcohol and you're trying to choke down an IPA. Uh, But yeah, bucket spots, and then uh, sometimes they're rigged. Did you say that? Yeah, well, that that was something we talked about before we started recording, was that sometimes they're rigged, and sometimes the person who's booking the show will say, hey, we have two bucket spots, but they already, internally, they know who they're going to say when they pull the name out. Or they'll have somebody, like, they'll see someone who they know come in, and then that person, and they'll be like, oh, I'll just call them because I know them mm-hmm. in there, you know. And and usually it's because, like, oh, that person's funny. but Right. I mean, some of it, sometimes it is for the sake of the show. Yeah. But you, you, I get it. But you might as well, if you're going to do that, just book the whole show. No one's going to be mad. Right. They just want more people there. Yeah. But drink. you don't need comedians. My, my argument is you do not need comedians to be there. Well, this that's my gripe is that like, it, yeah, it, comedians are not a good enough audience for you to be like, yeah, come on out. Comics come, you know, like I get you like I want to support the show yeah. anyway. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I've been out like four nights this week. I'm I want to stay home. Yeah, I don't want to waste two hours. But I would say for if if the per- person is booking the show and they're doing a percentage of the bar, they probably want people there. To buy. To buy a few drinks, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. way they... It happens a lot of places. They get a percentage of the bar, so... Yeah, see, this is where I'm pretty useless in, in the world of uh, bucket spots because I, I'll i I'll have, like... Um, I'll have a Sprite and then tip $5 and yeah. be like, you know, thanks, but, you know, this is free. <laughs> well, at least you're supporting them. You yeah, know? I, I try and give the bartender 5 bucks and be like, thanks for, you know... Yeah, but if you're this, there but... and you buy two beers, it's, what, 12 Fifteen dollars, and then you got a tip on top of that. Yeah, and then you don't get on stage. So that's that, you know, I I feel like that's a legitimate gripe. Yeah, I mean about comedy about at least co- Atlanta comedy in particular is one right. thing that uh, I don't know if that happens everywhere, but that's definitely something that's sprung up recently. I think it's more standard. Um, I went to New York and did a couple mics up there before the pandemic, mm. and it was you definitely had to pay. Yeah, you know, but you definitely went up. That's the thing. I don't mind paying if you go up. Yeah. So if I was at a bucket spot, I'd be like, okay, if I'm paying for two drink minimum, whether I drink or not, I'll give you the money, but I better go up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I again, I'm, if you, if you get to get on stage, I actually don't mind get, you know, I have $4 so I can, you know, I'm fine with giving someone $4 for stage time, I guess. Not, maybe not every yeah. time, but. Well, it depends <laughs> on the place but, too. Well, then you start thinking about where you're going to go, but that goes into that other conversation we had about like how much you had to pay for parking. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's all, it all like financially becomes like a, 
a math problem of like, okay, how do I go to this place mm-hmm. and make the most use of my time while also saving the most amount of money? And sometimes you have to sacrifice one. It's like a pyramid that like right. you can move one way or the other, but you never quite get into the middle. I don't know if that made sense, but this is a good pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh, yeah. If comedy is anything, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. It's like very, it's like Primerica. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Let's write that down. No one's ever made a joke about that, right? Primary, yeah, I don't think no, no, no of course no. not. MLM, pretty sure that's like, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I think we should do that and airline food and what about airline food? Uber and uh, yeah, how airline food? It's just what's the deal? What's oh. the deal with it? Am I You're right? not using any of this, right? Like this isn't in your. In <laughs> it's your about mind. to be. Oh shit! Oh, I mean, you can oh, have. Darn. You can have. Yeah, I've been working on this great Uber bit about. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's about how like man. It's so expensive. It, oh, yeah, man. It is so expensive. Yeah, you spend so much money. To get somewhere that you got to go. Yeah, and you're like, man, I just spent so much. Hey, what is this? What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal? I got to pay. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm trying to imitate there. 21st century Seinfeld? Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're in millennial Seinfeld. Seinfeld of the future, like, when he's only ahead. Who are all these people driving Uber? <laughs> Driving Uber around town, picking got, up all the parking spots. They got these names like they got their hazards on in the middle lane. <laughs> what's what's going on? This is comedy <laughs> gold right here. Call me Steinfeld. Comedy gold. Uh, what are some other gripes that you have? I have a couple. Um, I got a lot. This could be a whole. So we, we did the rig buckets. Well, we did bucket spots in general. A bucket in general. Okay, so bucket spots. There's buckets too, which are different. The easiest. Here's the the reason I the reason I get upset why I'm hitting the mic. The reason I get upset about bucket spots is because it's a very simple solution. And one that in New York, I think they figured out, which is that if you announce five names at a time, right? if you say like this person's up next and these four are on deck, then you can kind of, then the comedian as the comic, you can relax because if you're called, then you go, okay, great. I'm going up right. in the next five. And if you don't get called, you go, okay, great. Then I can go order a drink. I can go outside. I can do whatever. And I don't have to sit in the room and wait the whole show. Right. And you can kind of have fun and enjoy yourself. So that's why that's what bugs me about bucket spots. That's my gripe for about. Right. You can't prepare for it. Well, you have to always be prepared for it because. Yeah. And oh, and yeah, that's another thing is that if you actually do get called. You have to be there and you have to run up there. Like, oh, oh is Andrew yeah. here? Is Andrew? Andrew? Yeah. And, Andrew? Then if, and then if you're in the room, even you're like, oh, shit, I didn't think I was going to get. You're yeah. not real. Like the thing in this is the most annoying thing. I think this just happens to me. But when I'm prepared. Like, I have all my jokes. Hello. (laughs) I feel very strongly about this. If if I have all my jokes prepared and ready to go and I know what I'm doing and, like, I know the order and everything, then that's when I do not get the bucket. Yeah. Without fail. When I'm, like, prepared and ready to go, that's when I'm – that's when I have – that's when I don't get it. But when I am, like – scrambling, I just got out of the bathroom, is when I get the bucket spot. I've gotten the bucket spot in the bathroom before. And you've heard it was. I've heard my name. I've heard my name before. I don't remember where it was, but I think I think I was doing a show in uh, in Chattanooga or something, mm-hmm. and I just heard my name. I was in the bathroom and I heard my name, and I was just like, "Well, fuck." Were you doing a number one or number two? I mean, it was a number three, if we're honest. But I mean, it was a long drive. There's we ate Wendy's on the way there. It's tough. Do you know Wendy's? Yeah, <laughs> it'll make you go number three. That's their slogan now. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not fourth meal. We'll make you go number three. I ordered a number three, and it came out as number three. Okay, well, uh, that's yeah. we're getting into blue Seinfeld now. Yeah, uh, you're right about being mentally prepared, though. Like, it's nice to relax. Yeah, you get to at least be like being present and being like, okay, I at least know where the roadmap of this set's about to be. Right. You know, is is a huge advantage when you get a bucket spot. Like, I always end up doing better if, especially you can read the room too, so you yeah. know if a if it's a lull, if something just happened, mm-hmm. if you're just like scrambling to get up there, like you can't. For me, I can't read the room. Like I'm yeah. just like uh, I don't know what's going on because I'm yeah. trying to prepare with 10 seconds yeah i always go with this the thing is like i just if i have a bucket spot i always do the same set every time just in case Mm -hmm. because that way it's like okay these are the jokes that work the best always because i'm not gonna have an ability to read the room and riff on whatever's happening i won't be able to do crowd work because because i haven't been paying attention enough to or i wasn't present enough to you know but that's a smart thing to do i mean if if you're a beginning open micer you should have a set of jokes Yes. When you when you go you to should, a mic. That's good advice anyway. You should just yeah. have uh, setups, punchlines, and you should say them. And you should aim to entertain people and or make them laugh. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. If you got to do a TED Talk, we, I mean, we, you know, we've all done that. Yeah. We've all <laughs> stood there with our ideas. This is what I believe in, okay? <laughs> Uber is number one. Uber, Lyft is number two. Well, boo Uber and a, number three buses, and you just start a rally against yeah. Lyft. Um, yeah, Lyft is too expensive. My girlfriend, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a reasonable, a reasonable gripe. The buckets. I know we've gone on a long time about buckets. Well, but. no, this is good to know though because I, I think there's something you talked about being relaxed and trying new stuff. When you are relaxed, you can be like, I'm gonna go few few jokes that hit well. Yeah. Go into some new stuff that I don't know about. We'll see how it works. Mm-hmm. And then end with a joke that I know works or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, I will say as a as a general rule, I think if you're on a show that you're not accustomed, like if you're on a show that's bigger than you're normally used to, just do all the stuff that works. Because even, mm-hmm. even if the comedians have all heard it before, the audience hasn't. So, it you know, I think it's just best to try and do as best as you can, no yeah. matter what. There's, I mean, there are. Situation. Yeah, there are some mics that are just for trying new stuff yeah maybe those are the mics that are just comedians Mm -hmm. so you can try new things and then there are mics where you need to bring your best stuff because there is an audience yeah and that's the and typically the bucket shows that's that's that time Mm. um but yeah that's that's one of my gripes i think um did you do you happen to have any any more gripes uh yeah celebrity drape celebrity celebrity drop-ins celebrity drop-ins this is one of those ones that's rare i think Uh, unless you're in a big city like yeah. if you're in New York, LA, Atlanta, Chicago, Seattle, uh, uh, yeah, Seattle, Austin now. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, if you're in one of those cities, this is more common. But if yeah. you're if you're doing like comedy in Montana, I feel like this isn't as common. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, there could only be one mic in Montana, so if it does happen, yeah, they only have a one microphone there. Yeah, I mean, it's probably happened to me four or five times. Yeah, I'd say similar to me. I I will say I have a more positive experience than you've had. Yeah, in I've my, in had horrible experiences with them, <laughs> and it's just because like if you're if you're signed up for a list and you're preparing to go, any anyone will get cut. Yeah, because they have someone drop in. Because mm-hmm. if you're a celebrity, you can drop in and be like, "Hey, let me do time," and people 
it, want that. And you're talking about getting bumped by a celebrity. Bumped or cut. Yeah, yeah just like completely off the show. Right. Because, because a celebrity dropped in and they did, what, 40 I, minutes or I've, whatever. Yeah, I've had two celebrities do 45 minutes and then a couple do like 20 to 30. Now, to be fair, it can be fun. If the celebrity does an appropriate amount of time on the show, because I've seen Bill Burr yeah. before, like at an open mic. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Ever. It was the most bizarre because like, well, I guess I shouldn't drop names, but I mean, he, it was, you know, it yeah. was a positive experience because yeah. he showed up early and was like, can I go first? And he's did 15 minutes. That's so respectful and reasonable. A very appropriate amount of time. And yeah. then the, op- I think he should have gone at the end, but I understand why he didn't because there was six people there. Yeah. But you know, he just wanted to get out of there. But at the same time we were all like, oh, we got to all see him and now we get to all perform. I think it's, it's cool, like, the first time, but then, like, once you start getting into, I'm trying to to do my stuff. So, yeah, to work on it. And then you're sort of like, oh, well, I wasted two hours, you know, waiting, mm-hmm. and now I'm cut or bumped. And when you say celebrity, are you talking about, like, A-lister who, yeah. who bumps? Okay, because I've seen people who have been on TV, like, who have been on, like, Comedy mm, Central. Yes. Who aren't, I, I wouldn't consider them celebrities necessarily, but... I watched them go up, and they did 15, and I was like, I and they say, didn't bump anybody. Yeah, I would say A-list, people that have hour-long shows that have been in big movies. Okay, so that's a small yeah. tier of people. But then there are people that are that have maybe 30-minute shows, yeah, or they've been on HBO and everything, mm-hmm. and they have a reoccurring role. Yeah. Yeah, and those are infuriating, too. Yeah, because I will say one of the most respectful is... I'll give a shout out to Matthew Broussard, who's frequently here. He's frequent. He's a frequent Atlanta guy. He comes here often and always very respectful and just does 15 and then lets everyone else do their time. And he shows up, lets, lets someone go before him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just, you know, he like will tell the person be like, Hey, is it all right if I go up and that person will be like, yeah, sure. Fine. He's always cool about it. So those, those celebrity, I mean, it's celebrity. He's he's been on roast battle and he's been. I think he did a half hour on Comedy Central. I so. think yeah. If you're in the comedy world, you might know Matthew. Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason you'd know who he is. But he the looks like a normal everyday person. Probably wouldn't. Yeah, he looks like he lives on a yacht. Hmm. If you haven't, I guess I can edit in a picture of what he looks like. But can you yeah. edit in a picture of a yacht as well? Because he looks like a yacht. He looks like a yacht. I'm going to edit in a picture yeah. of a yacht and just put Matthew Broussard underneath it. <laughs> Sorry, so, man. yeah, that's one of my, you know, just celebrity drop-ins. But that could also be in the bucket spots as well. Like if a if a local celebrity comic drops in mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, well, let's get you up there, which happens. A local celebrity. Which they're just hot in the scene. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone knows them, but I, I don't know. That infuriates me too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, when they when someone who you don't, who is just like a, not even a celebrity is like. Yeah. Yeah, I I will say I don't know if I've seen that happen recently. Well, not recently. No. Okay. I mean, but we're just griping. Oh, does that have to be in the past week? Oh yeah yeah. Oh okay. No, no I'm kidding. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aram. Yeah, uh, it has yeah. to be this week. This is this is topical. Yeah. It's a topical podcast. I, I had five yeah, celebrities drop in this past week. They just cut me out. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. They're like, oh, is Aaron performing? Yeah, let me go buff him real quick. Uh, I know. There was there was one more gripe that we had on, on um, that we that, Ambushes? Oh, the ambush shows. Oh, so that one is 
This, this one I haven't had happen as much, thankfully. But the worst thing that can happen is if you're an open micer, is that the host of the show doesn't tell anyone before the show starts that there's about to be a comedy show. So, like, the people in – it's, like, at a restaurant, and people are just trying to, you know, they're just trying to, ha- to eat dinner. Yeah. And then – 30 people 30 comedians show up and are like hey we're gonna talk at you for an hour and a half two hours and the people just have to sit there and take it you know i feel i feel sympathy or empathy for those people because i would hate to to be sitting there and then hear stand-up comedy happening well yeah it's like uh, it's not like music where you can just like like you know tune it out or whatever but even if it was music i think i would hate that in general like uh hey guys we're doing an improv show you guys are lucky and be like, oh, no, I don't I do not this. want any part of this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand 100% where people are coming from. And that's why it sucks to be on in that situation mm-hmm. where you're, like, you, where you're just like, guys, I know you came here to watch the Hawks game, but I, I got to do five minutes real quick. You know, I always tell people, like, if you guys, I would prefer a silent room than a room of people talking over me. Or people, yeah. Or people that are just fixated because Rocky Mountain Pizza used to do the Steelers, uh, Eagles, Eagles, and it was just the worst because yeah. then no one wants to listen to you. Everyone's trying to watch the game, but I mean that's just it's just that way with sports bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and the TVs are. are on, and they want to watch. Obviously, they want to watch. So yeah. I, I totally get why that is the case, but um, I do, I do like you know. I, I do have sympathy for people at a bar who are like, yeah, I just came here to watch the the mm-hmm. game. I didn't come here to do comedy. That's why I don't like the, that's why it's a gripe for me is the ambush because I feel bad bothering these people. And that's usually newer mics, newer open mics. These yeah. the ones you said are usually, they're pretty good about notifying people that a show's about to begin. Or by the way, another, this is another tip for if you're trying to start an open mic, Find an outdoor patio mm-hmm. or a side room somewhere. If you're going out to a restaurant or a bar, try and get away from the patrons if you can, because um, because then the patrons can still go outside if they're like, oh, I want to see stand up, right? Or they'll go into the side room if they're like, oh, I want to watch it, but they don't have to be there. They can opt out if they want. And I think that's always a better option. Is if you have a room full of comedians, that is an open mic still, yeah, and that still counts. Is it ideal? No, but at the same time, you kind of go, "Well, this is better than forty people talking over me." Yeah, you don't want to force your comedy on somebody. Yeah, I think that's really what the ambush. That's my gripe with the ambush shows. Yeah, is that you just sort of don't want to. I've walked out of some of those. Um, oh, just like just control well, all delete. Just when I first started out, a guy booked me on a show, and he didn't tell it was it was this fish place around here or something. Uh, but it was very busy on a Friday night. It was a pond show. Yeah. It was very... It was a river show. Yeah, it was very big. Uh, no, there was just a lot of people there, and he didn't say anything, and then he just started the show, and I was like, are you kidding me? And like people just were turning their backs, and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I, I, I don't think I've ever done that. I've had... Because the reason I bring this up, this one up is because I've had shows like this before in the past where I just didn't know any better. Like I remember one time I was running, I was running this open mic at a, at a, like a bar restaurant place mm-hmm. that had a stage and, uh, you know, we'd had consistently zero audience members for like three weeks straight. And then 
um, the manager was like, hey, man, we're going to have like a huge party here tonight. We're going to have a party of like this corporate event and there's going to be like 100 people here. And I was like, oh, awesome. I can't wait. And then they were all there for a party. They had no idea that there was supposed to be a stand up show the same night. So they were all it was just loudly people talking over everyone. And, you know, all you can do in that moment is just be like because they're they're not going to listen Mm -hmm. no matter how loud you are no matter how good your joke writing is no matter whatever it is it just will not get their attention so do your time you just do your time and say hey guys if you want to watch the if you guys want to watch the football game i get it you know that's what i always tell everybody is i'm like if you guys want to watch the falcons game that's cool just ignore me for the next five minutes yeah that's how it was uh smith's old bar um what else you know they're always watching something else so you just yeah. have to you just have to kind of take it and be like all right well let me just say this out loud like yeah. think just say something that you thought of 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's the time for that because you're not going to get anything uh, if you do a joke that you've told before it's not gonna you're not gonna gain more confidence in it so well any uh, any last uh tips for open micers um uh yeah, I guess just um try do, to do do I'm just trying to help you out. I don't know what the next word is. Oh, I have it in my mind. I'm trying to phrase it the right way. So th- my advice would be um have fun is number 1. Even if you're not even if you're like feeling like oh, I need to work harder, just have fun cuz yeah. the more fun you have, the better you'll be at it. Fun fact. So mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's uh I think that's my advice. Perfect. Thank you guys for listening to the Funny-ish Podcast.